Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. We have a great show for you today. We're going to talk with former Major League outfielder Cliff Floyd, who of course works for MLB Network. We'll break down some of the surprise teams in baseball. Rob Beertemple from The Athletic. He covers the Pirates. He'll stop by. That plus foul affair. Let's go. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. You heard it here. The Yankees are the best last place team. That's right. Coming into Wednesday, they were in last place in the American League East, but they have a record over 500. Think about it. How many that how many teams could be in last place? With with uh, over twenty wins, with a five hundred record, and let's be honest, the Yankees are only going to get better. They've been ha- they've had so many injuries. They have Aaron Judge back, Giancarlo Stanton's hurt. They're waiting for him to come back. Their rotation was devastated at the start of the season, missing a couple of their starters who they're going to count on. This team will only get better. Anybody who has the idea of counting out the Yankees and the AL East, and I know the uh, Tampa Bay Rays are off to a historic start. Everybody's trying to compare them like the 35-5, and 1984 Tigers and all that. I got it. Great start. 
but the Yankees are going to rebound from this. They've just been decimated by injuries, and it's just a matter of time before they get healthy and uh, get on the right track. Number two. Let's do a New York, New York combo. Just talked about the Yankees. Now I'm going to talk about the Mets. And on Tuesday, Max Scherzer was scratched. We already know Verlander uh, was hurt to start the season. Those two, the, the, the two aces at the top of the rotation making buku money, right, uh, have only started eight games this season. I mean, eight games. There's no way they were thinking that those two would only start eight games. Again, the Mets are scuffling. They've lost uh, a number of games of late. But don't poo-poo or discount that these guys will not bounce back, that they will not be ready to go come later in the season. This team, without Verlander, won 100 games a year ago. This is a good team. They're off to a bad start. Once these guys get healthy and get going, going into a three-game series where you have Scherzer and Verlander pitching you're going to win a lot of series and pile up a lot of games. Do not kid yourself. Number three. Don't look now, but here come the Philadelphia Phillies. I know they got a long way to go, but getting Bryce Harper back means a lot. As of Wednesday, Harper is batting 304 for the season. And, uh, you know, slowly but surely getting back. And you know how much he means to that team. Last year was hurt, came back, helped lead that team to the World Series. Uh, It was off to a slow start without him. People didn't know how long he'd be back from Tommy John. Usually takes a lot longer. He rushed his way back. He's healthy and off to a good start. That's good news for the Phillies. They're going to be in contention in the NL East. I know the Mets are good. I know the Braves are good. But the Phillies are good. And they're even better when you have Bryce Harper in the lineup. He is that dude. I know people weren't sure. He is that dude. He's now won a couple of MVPs. He was a big-time performer last year on the big stage. And uh, happy to see him healthy and playing again in the major leagues. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. All right, now let's welcome into the podcast former Major League left fielder Cliff Floyd, who's also, of course, a analyst on MLB Network, hit over 230 home runs in his 17-year Major League career. Welcome to the podcast, Cliff. How are you? Good, man. How you been? Man, all is well. Baseball season is uh, underway. So much going on. I want to talk today, let's start with you on a couple teams that are surprisingly playing well, the Baltimore Orioles. What yeah. do they have going? You know, they played well last year. Cliff almost made the playoffs, if you remember, and uh, they're off to a great start. Well, I think the biggest thing is I think these rule changes have helped some of these teams that, you know, that when you when you have last year, you had success. You can go in the off season, feel good about your season. The fans started to come back out to Baltimore. I did a few games last year out there in Baltimore, and it's just the energy is different. And I think these rule changes have helped these these guys. Right for real, I, I feel like when you're when you're able to steal bases and be athletic and utilize, you know, some of the skill sets that was probably, you know, going by the wayside for years, you know, incorporating bunts, incorporating hit and runs, playing the game with what your personnel says is in the clubhouse, you start to have a different type of vibe that goes out there and actually can put runs on the board and actually can actually put W's in the win column. So I look at Baltimore, I've I've said this last year, while while the AL East is going to be a tough division, Baltimore is going to be right there along with Tampa because they are athletic, uh, and they can and they can do some different things with the bats. They, they're they're a team that's that's not okay with striking out, not okay with having four or five games in a row with ten plus strikeouts, and going to look at winning games. It's not possible to happen. Let's go to another team in the NL Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they're off to a great start. They had a little bump in the road, but they've seemed like they've uh, righted that ship. What do they have? I know they have some young pitching, a lot of young players. But they are right there leading the division in the central. Is this real? Is this fillet or baloney? Man, you know, this is a tougher one. I, I believe Pittsburgh is real. I believe that they I don't think the start was is sort of sustainable. Why? Because they haven't had the success as the Baltimore Orioles. You look at Pittsburgh, they've been down at the bottom for a long time. 
And when you see them playing the game now, I think they're playing like, uh-oh, here we go again, as opposed to our April wasn't a fluke. And when when you're watching them play now, you know, they, they've lost – a, a, a lot of games of late by just doing the things that we saw them do in the past. You know, like you said, that they, they haven't pitched as great. They, they're they not scoring a ton of runs. They're not doing some of the things that made their A game in April successful. So they got to get back to the drawing board as opposed to worrying about what's going on. Just go out there and play. Have the same type of energy you had early in the season, and, and, and it'll come back. But you just can't, you know, worry about, um, you know, the, the the past, you can't worry about the last few games. you got to move forward and keep grinding away, and hopefully they get back on track. Our guest is Cliff Floyd, former Major League outfielder and current MLB Network uh, analyst. Uh, let's, let's go to the Twins. And the fans in Minneapolis aren't happy, Cliff, because they wound up getting Carlos Correa back. Remember, he opted out. He signed a contract with the Giants. That fell through was uh, in the process of signing a contract with the Mets. They pulled that back. So he wound up going back to Minnesota, and he's batting coming into Wednesday, 185, five home runs, yeah. 15 RBI, and now he's hearing it from the fans. Uh, what's happened? I mean, did the, did the uh, Giants and Mets dodge a bullet? Because they, <laughs> they questioned the, you know, the, the, uh, his health and, and the report that they saw on his injury to his back. I mean, if you look at it right now, they dodged a huge bullet, right? Um, I, I, I think, and I just read an article this morning when I was flying back home about his off-season regimen. I can't knock anybody regimen. Only thing you can do is look at the player and see that he's supposed to be better than what he is. Now, if every year, Rob, you've seen it too. Every year, some superstar is going to struggle, right? right. You just don't know who it's going to be. Yep. Every year, somebody's going to struggle. I think the biggest thing for us is to – as a former player, I have to look at all, you know, every angle. It's freaking cold. Okay, well, you know, a lot of guys are playing in cold. He changed his off-season regimen. He's, he incorporated yoga. Maybe he got too loose. I don't know what the heck it is, but I think when when you're a player and you understand, I played in New York City, and I saw them boo Mike Piazza. I said, hell, if they could boo Mike Piazza, they'll boo me. Right, you know, anybody. anybody. You know what I mean? They'll boo you, to, you know, until the wheels fall off. But they understand the game. They understand what this is all about. You, you, you have to perform, you know, and not up to not up to the salary. You just got to go out there and perform and, and and be a part of. I mean, you can't hit a buck eighty. I know. You, you, you can you say it's still early? Yes, but you have to look at why they boo you. Understand that they want they want to cheer for you, but they have nothing to cheer about. So he's going to have to figure it out. Not not sooner than later. Like right now, figure it out. Because uh, he's that good of a player when he's right, and, and, and right this ship. Because if if Carlos Correa don't go, I believe the Minnesota Twins won't won't be in first place for long. Right, I agree with that. Uh, let's go to a veteran uh, pitcher who has uh, turned back the, the 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 clock in Clayton Kershaw with the Dodgers. I mean, he's thirty five. He seems older. I know he's been around forever. But on Wednesday against Milwaukee, uh, seven innings of one-hit ball. He's been great to start the season. Uh, That's a big boost to the Dodgers. They need a healthy and a good Kershaw, don't they, in order to compete in the West? I mean, yeah, you you know, you you really don't know what's going to be with Tony Gosselin, right? He just came back. Um, 
you know, you 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 missing starting pitching consistently. I think I think the biggest thing with Clayton Kershaw and they and they've been able to probably dodge a bullet and keep him healthier was the last few years, Rob. He didn't have to pitch much. Right. They they had secured the division early in the season. Hell, he didn't pitch in the month of September. You know, September, but for 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 most of the last couple of seasons. So I, I think Clayton, you know, figured out a different regimen for himself. I mean, I'll keep saying regimen because these dudes, as you get older. Things change. So your all-season program is going to change. That's why when we talk about Carlos Correa, it's like, hold on. You're incorporating yoga to do what? You're, you're doing these things because there's certain tip, you know, trainers out there that's going to tell you certain things, and you hope it works. And, you, and as a player, all you can do is listen and hope whatever they're telling you is going to transition to you going out there and doing your thing. And I think Clayton has figured out some stuff. He doesn't look different. He looks like he's not reinventing the wheel. But I just think he he looks healthier. I think the biggest thing um, for him this 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 spring training was not to go pitch for WBC, right? I mean, he he opted out early, was able to stay in camp, get himself in and and you know fine tune, and the Dodgers are reaping a reward for it. His name is Cliff Floyd. Check him out on MLB Network. One of the best in the game. I appreciate the knowledge. Thanks, Cliff. We'll talk to you again later this season. Okay, buddy. No doubt. Thanks for having me, man. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? Well, we made it to May without talking about Shohei Otani in this segment, but he can only be denied for so long. On Tuesday, Shohei passed Babe Ruth for the most strikeouts ever by a player with 100 career home runs, but that was going to be given no matter what. What else he's doing is supremely noteworthy. He started the year starring for champion Japan in the World Baseball Classic, but he hasn't slowed down. And no surprise, his 2.4 wins above replacement tops in baseball already. But at the plate, as of Tuesday, he's got a career high in batting average and a career low strikeout rate, which is all well and good. But dig a little deeper, you get to the good stuff. He's top 25 in baseball in average exit velocity, ahead of guys like Anthony Rizzo, Max Muncy, and some guy named Mike Trout. He's one of 10 players in the league with a strikeout rate under 20%, a walk rate 10% or better, and an exit velo of 91 or higher, while also boasting the fifth highest exit velo on a home run this year, 116.7, and the second highest hang time of any home run, a seven-second blast off the Brewers' Colin Ray. The ball just stayed in the air. Now, on the mound, he is shining leading the league in strikeouts per nine and opponent average. But dig deeper, you can see he ranks second in the AL in exit velocity against and third in hard hit percentage. He's got a whiff percentage of 35%, which is third in baseball. But he also owns a whiff percentage of 25.5% on pitches inside the strike zone, second in MLB behind Spencer Strider. If the Angels can somehow get to the playoffs, another MVP is in the bag. That ball is. It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? I don't believe it. My, oh, my. Is it foul or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. Aaron Judge returned to the Yankees on Tuesday from injury and contributed with two RBI in the team's win. The team have been struggling with Judge missing the previous 10 games and are nine games out of first place going into Wednesday. JR, is it foul or fair to say 
that judges return will catapult New York to the top of the ALE standings. Foul. That is a foul ball. Judge's presence will make a huge difference. We already saw in his first game back on Tuesday, he went hitless in three at-bats, but helped generate two RBI with his all-around baseball savvy, and his presence in the lineup lengthens it, makes it more intimidating, and opens things up for hitters like Gleyber Torres, who had a home run for the second consecutive game with three RBIs in Judge's return. But the key is Giancarlo Stanton, who injured his left hamstring in mid-April and was originally projected to be out for four to six weeks. It's looking like it could be longer. Surprise, surprise. And that's where the real problem lies. The Yankees need their two bro bombers to be healthy and functioning together in the lineup. All of those other players have value, but Judge and Stanton are the big money superstars who can change the course of a game with one swing, and they're paid for it. The best teams in baseball have those guys, particularly in the AL East division. The Rays have Wanda Franco and Rosarina, both electric. Baltimore has Cedric Mullins and a gang of young players who have shown that they will be here for a long time. Boston has Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, big bats, and a never-ending farm system, it seems. Toronto has George Springer, a World Series MVP, and Vlad Guerrero, one of the young, exciting bats in the game, and Bo Bichette, who's an underrated contact hit machine and one of the better gloves. So the Yankees definitely need their superstars, their big boppers, too. That's not an even playing field. If those guys can get back in the lineup together, history shows that the Yankees can beat anybody. The pitching's been better this season as well. Without both Stanton and Judge, however, I barely give the Yankees a shot to make the playoffs being so far back at this point in such a treacherous and talented division. Turn money into more money. Now it's time for betting on the bases with Dave Gascon. Love that money. Love that money. Rob, brand new weekend of baseball. The Rays and Yankees are my headliner, but I won't go to them yet. I'll start things off in Los Angeles with the Dodgers and Padres on Friday night. First pitch is at 10-10 Eastern. Dustin May versus Blake Snell in that pitching matchup. May's been fantastic. He's 4-1 with a 2.68 ERA. Dodgers as a rotation, top 10 in ERA in Major League Baseball. Blake Snell, though, has gotten out of the gate extremely slow. He's 1-5 with a 4.89 ERA. Just has not pitched well this season. Because of that, I'm taking the Dodgers in game number one. Now, as far as the Rays go and the Yankees, I'm looking at Saturday's affair. That one's on the East Coast at 105 Eastern, an afternoon delight, but morning on the West Coast for you guys out there. But Shane McClanahan's throwing for Tampa Bay in this one versus Nestor Cortez. McClanahan so far, a perfect 7-0 record with an ERA sub-2 at 176. The most important thing with his game so far is keeping the pitches down, not having too many runners on board. Strikeout to walk ratio is nearly 3-1. to one. So I'm taking McClanahan on the road against Cortez and the New York Yankees. The other game I'm going to look at is on FS1, oddly enough. 407 first pitch on Saturday. Rangers and A's. Not sure why FS1 has this one, but John Gray in the pitching matchup at Oakland. 
Gray so far, 2-1 record with an ERA of 382. Oakland has been god-awful. They're moving their act to Las Vegas sometime here in the near future, so I'm going to take Texas on the road to get the W. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. All right, now let's welcome in Rob Beer Temple from The Athletic. He covers the Pittsburgh Pirates, the surprising Pittsburgh Pirates. And Rob, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, but it's it's more like the slumping Pittsburgh Pirates right now. But uh, <laughs> no, I get it. But they but they got off to a good start, and they're still up front uh, in the central. Yeah, they did. I mean, they you're right about the surprise part. I mean, they they got off to that 20 and five start, and they were doing it by by getting clutch hits, by being aggressive on the base paths, by getting some really outstanding pitching. Um, the past you know ten or so games, it's been kind of a a fist fight for them. They just haven't had all the ingredients they had earlier. But um, you know they're they're hanging in the division, and it's it's not a particularly tough division this year. So you know anything could happen. No doubt. They they made a couple of moves too. They signed outfielder Brian Reynolds. Talk about that. The biggest deal in uh, team history. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's funny how it worked out too because 
they've been working on this deal. You know, they've been trying to sign him to an extension. Gosh, two or three years it's been, and you know the the, the things just weren't lining up. Um, at the end of last season, they came at Reynolds with an offer. <clears throat> excuse me, and, and it, it was about fifty million dollars less than what Reynolds and his camp were were expecting or, or hoping for. The chasm was pretty deep, and there was you know not really any movement. So Reynolds demanded a trade. Um, things kind of were in stalemate even through spring training. Funny, right the day after the home opener, Bob Nutting, who who owns the Pirates, pulled Reynolds aside for a, a private conversation on the off day. They talked for about a half hour to an hour or so, and really that was the turning point. It seems that, that Nutting be- became convinced that it was the right thing to do for the franchise to extend its its biggest and best player right now. Reynolds made it clear he was willing to take, you know, maybe a little less than market value that he'd get in the, as a free agent in a couple of years because he wanted to stay with Pittsburgh, the, the team that gave him a chance to really break into the big leagues. So the two sides, you know, each gave a little bit, and they, they got the deal done, largest, largest extension in franchise history, which comes on the heels of, of last year. Cabrian Hayes signed what at that point was the largest deal in, in, in team history. So, you know, a couple of years, a couple of extensions, and um, the Pirates, instead of, you know, kicking guys out the door, <laughs> are, are extending them for a change. What about pitcher Mitch Keller? Is he next in line? Because he's turned his uh, career around. He's pitching well this year. Uh, are there any talks about maybe trying to lock him up as well and get a nucleus? Yeah, you know, Mitch really kind of turned it around about the midpoint of last season um, when, you know, he, he tried to – he put the sweeper in during spring training at 22, hoping it would be a difference maker for him because he's really scuffled his first couple of years in the majors. Right. And the, and the sweeper really didn't work out as well as he had hoped. So he was thinking about what to try to do, and he decided on his own to create a sinker. And he, you know, put it together, and over the span of a couple of weeks – it turned into his biggest and best weapon, became a real spark plug, I guess, for what became a pretty good second half of the season. I thought at that point they might come to him. He was arbitration eligible this year for the first time. I thought they might come to him and, and offer an extension instead of just going year to year. But um, there were no talks. You know, they, they made him a one-year offer. They signed him for this season. But there was no offer of a multi-year deal. I think it caught him off guard a little bit, too. I think he was kind of um, maybe not expecting, but but definitely hoping for a multi-year offer. But given the way that things have gone for him this season, I mean, just about every start he's made has been quality. Uh, a couple of nights ago, he, you know, against against the Rockies, he he flat out shoved and 103 pitches, I believe it was, complete game. You know, his first complete game shutout in the majors. What was that, uh, he, Rob? Was that one hour and 55 minutes? It was, yeah, man. Who was it pitching, was Randy Jones? I mean, what, 155? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was barely dark whenever the game ended. You know, Austin Austin Hedges was catching. He says at the end of the game, he goes out to shake Keller's hand. He's like, dude, it's 830. <laughs> That's you know? unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. It was fantastic. So, All right. Just, uh, you know, the, the kind of game you like to see, quick, efficient, and powerful on Keller's part. Last thing, we're joined by Rob Beer Temple uh, from the uh, Athletic. He covers the Pirates. And the ovation that Andrew McCutcheon got coming back to Pittsburgh, the former uh, NL MVP, and I know how much people love that, that guy there. But that ovation, Rob, was one of the greatest I've, I've seen. 
I mean, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, the Pirates are, you know, they may not have won a, a lot in the recent years, but they're pretty good at the heartwarming moments. And bringing back Andrew, you know, he still lives here in Pittsburgh. He's, he's bounced around the big leagues the past couple of years. Really wanted to come back here. And, uh, you know, the fans made it clear from the giddy-up that they were happy to have him back. Every time he comes to the plate, people, you know, get up and, uh, and, and take to their feet and applaud for him. Today, against Denver, he, against Colorado, he, he another three hits, including a home run. Uh, you know, it's just a feel-good story. And, and it's really, you know, if this, if this turns out to be kind of a special season for the Pirates, um, we're going to remember how it started really back in, in the winter when Andrew McCutcheon re-signed with, with you know, the club that, that brought him. All right. His name is Rob Beer Temple uh, from The Athletic. He covers the Pirates. We appreciate all the knowledge. Thank you so much, Rob. Hey, no problem, man. Any time. Take care. Now bring in the closer. Strike one. Strike two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA. And it isn't even close. Reason number 559 why Major League Baseball is better than the NBA and better than the NFL. And you know, the the NBA playoffs are rolling, right? That's where we are. But guess what? All their players are wearing baseball caps. LeBron had a Dodger hat on. Devin Booker wearing Detroit Tiger stuff. KD even wearing a baseball cap. LeBron even had one day a Brooklyn Dodger cap with a Jackie Robinson jersey. And you know what that is, right? It's real simple. It's because the baseball cap is better than any other sports cap. Nobody wears NBA caps and nobody wears NFL caps. But the baseball cap with the city, you know, representing where you're from and the city, people wear them all the time. You get on a plane, everybody has a hat on with their city. They want people to know where they're from, and the best way to do that is with a baseball hat. It's unbelievable. Even the NBA players wear it as swag. In the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. 
Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 